Here at SDI Talk, we love turnkey rental property and all of the potential it represents. But a new approach to cash flow properties promises to make it even easier. I'm Brian Ellis. This is episode number 249. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the broadcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you, where each day we help you to find, understand, and profit from exceptional investment opportunities. And in the process, we help you declare independence from Wall Street. Okay, people, you know that I love the concept of turnkey rental properties, those delightful real estate assets that are already renovated, occupied, managed, and producing cash flow when you buy them. It's a beautiful thing to have uh, approximately 95% of the effort involved totally handled for you from from the very get-go. But for some, even 5% effort is more than they're looking for. And hey, that's not a judgment in any way. If what you're uh, looking for is an absolutely 1,000% hands-off investment, as in you never, ever, ever have to do anything at all, then turnkey rental property investing is not that, even though it's very close. Now, as it turns out, a new alternative to turnkey rental property investing is emerging that shows some real promise. It shifts you from the 95% passive level to the 100% passive level. But there are some trade-offs that you need to understand. But first, a very quick message from our sponsor, Fund & Grow, who graciously makes this program possible. If you need funding for a real estate deal, a business project, or anything else, let me tell you, Nothing beats an interest rate of zero. To learn how you can acquire from fifty dollars to $250,000 of zero interest cash credit, just visit sditalk.com slash credit. That's sditalk.com slash credit to learn how to get fifty dollars to $250,000 of zero interest cash credit. Visit sditalk.com slash credit now. So what's this new approach to turnkey rental property investing? Well, I call it the buffer fund. The idea is that instead of uh, investing into the purchase of specific rental properties, you instead invest into a professionally managed fund along with capital from other investors as well. The manager of the fund then uses their presumably superior experience as a real estate investor and asset manager to create strong returns for you without any of the already minimal involvement required of you from the more traditional approach to turnkey rental property investing. Basically, there's a buffer between you and the real estate, the buffer being the investment fund itself, thus the name. And this buffering effect offers some real advantages and some potential downsides as well. Now, if you are familiar with REITs, real estate investment trusts, you might think this is the same thing, but it is really not. And the distinction is further explained to you on this episode's SDI Insiders page at sditalk.com slash 249. Now, this REIT versus buffer fund distinction could be a big deal for some of you for whom liquidity is very important, so you really probably ought to check out sditalk.com slash 249. So these buffer funds of cash-flowing rental property, like everything else, there is an upside, there's a downside. So let's start with the negatives first. First, you necessarily give up control of big decisions, such as property selection, uh, tenant approval, renovation, upgrade decisions, etc. You give up control of those decisions to the fund manager. 
You also give up liquidity, which is clearly a fundamental challenge with all real estate-oriented investments. And then you also give up the ability to use some tax advantages, most notably the 1031 exchange, since you're no longer technically investing in real estate, but in a fund that owns real estate. And yes, those things are all negative, but the news is not all bad. Far from it. In fact, some of the biggest benefits are that, number one, yeah, you do give up control, but you're also inherently giving up the need to make the decisions that having that control would have forced on you, which leads to another huge benefit, which is investing in a buffer fund also buffers you from two huge related risks, financial and legal. Legal in that lawsuits that arise in connection with the properties in the fund are the responsibility of the fund manager to handle on your behalf. And financial in that if a cataclysmic event happened, maybe a frivolous $10 million trip and fall lawsuit, and that was to go against the fund, well, your liability for for that will always be limited to the amount of the money that you originally invested and not a penny more. So that's great. Now, you'll also be a better uh, a bit better diversified when investing through a fund as you'll essentially own pieces of a lot of properties rather than owning all of just one or two. And then you should also enjoy a very attractive economy of scale that happens as a function of the pooling of capital and the association with an experienced professional real estate asset manager. But folks, I got to tell you, to me, the verdict is still out on this. I can see some really big benefits uh, to this approach uh, to, to building uh, rental property wealth. But while the notion of investment funds is far from new, what we have now that wasn't the case even as recently as five years ago is that it's now relatively inexpensive to establish this kind of a fund, which means the barrier to entry is much lower. Now, maybe that's democratization of access to capital, or maybe it's degradation of capital standards. Either way, it's your capital that hangs in the balance. I know my friend Sal Buscemi would probably argue that it is degradation of capital. If you want to learn more about that, you should also visit sditalk.com slash 249, and the link to that information is there. So, my friends, what do you think? I mean, seriously, folks, I really want to know what you think. Would you rather own turnkey rental properties directly, or would you prefer to own them indirectly in the form of a buffer fund? Sound off, folks. This is important. Let your voice be heard. Best way to respond is to leave a comment on today's SDI Insiders page at sditalk.com slash 249. Alternatively, drop me a line by email to feedback at sditalk.com, feedback at sditalk.com. Now, that's all for today, but tomorrow we're going to look into solo 401ks one more time because it turns out there's a huge distinction between having a solo 401k where you serve as the trustee of your own account versus allowing a custodial company, like a self-directed IRA company, for example, to serve as your custodian. The distinction is profound and actually dangerous. So you'll want to hear that in tomorrow's episode of SDI Talk, the link to which may actually already be linked on today's SDI Insiders page at sditalk.com slash 249. And my friends, remember this, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society.